Oh my goodness. It is my first podcast and I got my um my first guest is my little sister, uh Corsha Lachelle. I call her Coco. So if you hear me say Coco, I'm talking to her. Um so she so I'll tell you this, Coco, you you inspire me. I know I text you sometimes, not as often as I probably should, and be like, you know, I just I'm just watching you on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, the the joy, the glow you have, like Aww. it's just genuine and it makes me want to like do better. And I'm like, well, I got all this stuff going on. I'm like, man, like I just watch her and like it just it makes me happy to see you doing these things. Um thank you. It's, it's no problem. And um just watching you have fun and doing what you love to do. Cause like so many people are doing things that they hate. Like they wake up they every hate. day and they're like, oh, how much PTO do I have? I don't feel like going to work. Like, right. you know, taking their temperature, like, Oh, I got it. I got a fever. I can't come in and stuff like that. So it's just inspiring to, to watch you do um, stuff like that. So I'll ask you now because I'll probably forget on the back end. So tell people, I know there's like so many different social media platforms. So if people want to follow you or subscribe to you or whatever, how tell them all about your um all about your platforms that you're on. Okay. Um, as you said, I'm Corsha, but I go by Corsha Lachelle on all of my social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, anywhere you want to follow me, I do it by name to make it easy. And it's really simple. C is in cat, O-R-S-H-A. And Lachelle is L-I-S-H-E-L-L. And of course, my YouTube channel is by Corsha Lachelle. And on my YouTube channel, you just see a bunch of stuff that we'll probably get into talking about later. But yeah, that's my social media. <laughs> she got almost like 10,000 on YouTube and I got like almost 10. Yeah. So I'm catching up to you. Uh, <laughs> I got 10. You got almost it's gonna 10, come. 000, so I'm, I'm getting there. It's coming. It's coming. But you know what? If you have 10, to, 10 subscribers and you get mm -hmm. 10 views, guess what? You're doing better than a lot of these other channels. So it's better to have 10 subscribers with 10 views than right. 10K subscribers and 10 views. So Absolutely. Listen, keep doing it. You're um, you going to get there. I watch these people on Instagram that have like 100,000 followers and they have like 1,000 views on their video. I'm like, are these, like, y'all got to be buying these followers because these, these can't be real because there's no way y'all like doing that. I don't feel like they're buying it. Like, but I feel like mm -hmm. that um, just with the algorithms on different social media sites and stuff like that, once right. you reach a certain amount of subscribers, they stop filtering your stuff to certain people. So your people aren't seeing it or they right. stop interacting once you get big. You know, people will message right. you on a small scale, but once oh, they yeah. see you getting bigger, then they want to dial back. So it could be a little bit of both. Absolutely. Um, so I want to get into the fun part because for me, I'm not <laughs> sure if you remember how, how I am. Um, how I found out about you. Now, so me, me and Coach, me and Coco had the same dad. Yes. Lived in the same area for probably our whole lives. And so I'll tell you how I found out. I don't know if you remember. So I went, okay. Mont, our brother, Mont Fu, who's, um, he actually texted me a few minutes ago. I text him back when we're done. He's, um, he's locked up right now. So he's awesome at music. Like I, I can listen to his music all day long. Um, I'll listen to his music pull up in church and be like, this don't make no sense. I'm going to listen to this. And then I'm like, praise ye the Lord. Right. Um, so I got a Lord still working on me. through me yet. But um, so I went, me and Dedrick, Dedrick was out there, our other one of our other brothers, and we went to one of Mutt's video shoots. And um, like, I've never, I'm never around them. So I was like, oh man, you know, this is, this is all of us that we're missing. I might've put Malik or something like that. And he messaged me. He was like, hey, bro, take that down. You forgot about Coco. I was like, who is Coco? Who's Coco? He said, it's our little sister. 
I said, so, I said, so wait a minute. You try to tell me I had a whole sister out here in the same area and nobody told me about it. Um, so, I think I was what, like 19, 19 or 20 at the time? Yeah. I was I was grown with the, I know, with the family. I, yeah, I know Chandler was already born at that point. I think okay. and I think it might have been around the time he turned four. How old is he now? He's six now. So I think it was it was in a little maybe bit before or, then. Maybe three or four. I don't know. Because I remember we He was already to, born? I think yeah, because we went to his birthday party not too long after that. Because there's a picture. Oh, wait, I so that, yeah, because I came to his first birthday party. That was his first birthday party. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. That's crazy how you have a whole Look, I got a if, if uh if dad's watching this, I got a whole ancestry DNA kit. So I'm gonna do it when <laughs> I get home. So if you got some more that you need to tell us about, <laughs> let us know because you about to get <laughs> you about to get called out. Um so how do you how do you I tell people that story a lot and they're like, that don't make no sense. Yeah, like I tell people that too. Like I literally met you and Malik, the y'all, my two brothers. Mm-hmm. I met them after I became an adult with the family. Right. And I remember us. You told me you was like, "Look, I'm at Walmart." I was, like, "You want to meet Malik? Right. Malik is in town." I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna pull up." I literally yeah. pulled up to Walmart, and the first time I met my brother was at Walmart <laughs> on Easter Sunday at they, Walmart. Now they say Walmart has everything. I didn't know you could meet siblings at Walmart. Like they, they just literally. pulled everything out the back. <laughs> um, if y'all fit this, you can't. <laughs> Nobody, I could not write this if I if I tried. Like this is a hundred percent factual, true story that we're telling you. Like I I couldn't write this if I had a week off, right? No interruptions. Um, it was crazy, but I'm glad it happened that way. Though, oh yeah. Because I feel like had we waited, we would have been trying to plan like the dinner and plan this and plan right. that. We would have never been able to meet. And I know we, I get anxiety. So when I found out right. I had some brothers I didn't meet, I was like, man, right. oh my god, he's going to want to plan this. I got to be this way. I got to be that way. But when right. it was like more of a casual scale, let's just link up. We out, we doing our life, then I can right. relax. And I really met y'all for, you know, who y'all were. And y'all met me for who I was. Absolutely. Um, I just, it's crazy. There's, if, hey, if you, if you're not sure who your dad is and you've heard of David Huff, give us an um, email and we'll, um, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll check this, we'll check this, not. we'll check this and stress their DNA kit when it comes back you know, see if there's a possibility. <laughs> I, I didn't throw a shade, you know, um, um Let's, I can't speak because daddy, my daddy and my mama both like that, you know. <laughs> so. My mama don't play no games. I I wouldn't allow it to go around, and you know that's that's not saying anything negative about him. That's just how yeah all yeah. the things that was going on back in the day. She just didn't want me to get caught up in it, involved in it, and um she made a decision. I feel like I'm I'm good for it, but at times you know there's times I wish I was around y'all growing up. Um, right, right. But you know we're all we're all grown now and get to make our own decisions. So. Um, definitely so we're gonna play this we're gonna play this game so normally i'm a, so when i do other guests i'm gonna give them five seconds to answer these questions but since you since you're my little sister i'm gonna give you 10 seconds um, okay i don't get so, nervous okay so the first portion um your top five music artists of all time my top five of all times like my top five like i'm listening to right now Whichever one you want to do, either all time okay, or, your, so, or your favorite right now. Okay, give me 10 seconds. Okay. I have I have a lot of people about this I'm listening to. Summer Walker, okay. um, Janae Iko, her, Ella May, and <laughs> Janelle Monet. Of course, Beyonce. I throw an extra one, okay. but those are my okay. top five. Ari Lennox. Okay. I can go on. Janae. I, I just <laughs> Listen, on. we said top five. You trying to take, look, Zoom ain't let me record for free all day. I'm not, I just love give. female vocals. Like yeah. I'm not really into like the app, um, the rap and stuff. Like I listen right. to it, but like that's not my main music. Like my right. main music is R and B. Yeah. Like I love female vocals. 
I listen to country people. I used to do Uber and pick up people and I'd be playing some country music. They'd be like, did you put this on because I was white and got in the car? I was like, no, I can sing this whole song start to finish. Don't play me. Right. I, ain't, I ain't got no, um, you know, I, I listen to everything. Um, yeah. Top five TV shows all time. Who? Um, Grey's Anatomy, How to Get Away with Murder, mm-hmm. Scandal, as y'all know, those are all Shonda Rhimes. Let me see. Uh, Friends, and um the cosby show okay now i get down with the cosby show um i use I, i'm gonna start that after i'm watching good times right now i got the good times good dvd times. i gotta so, go back um, and watch good times <laughs> my black card gonna get revoked <laughs> oh man I, I feel like i should have been born in the 70s because i just went from i went from sanford and son to the jeffersons now i'm on good times i'm like i should have been born in a different area because i yeah them shows have me have. Um, I haven't sat down and watched any of them like all the way through. I've yeah. watched like, a couple of episodes from each of those, right. but I've never sat down and watched all the way through to tell you a storyline. The way my schedule is set up, I have to get the DVDs because I can't, like, I watch NCIS. It's one of my favorite TV shows on right now. I haven't watched the last 10 episodes because I'm always out doing something to fall asleep because I'm tired from work. So yeah, I never know. Um, okay. So top five things that you're not supposed to like. So you are a black female. So maybe it's so like for me, it's the Andy Griffith show. There's no black people on the Andy Griffith show unless they was working behind the scenes, cleaning up or something. I never saw any of them on the TV show. So people are like, so I don't feel like I should supposed to like that, but I do. So what are the yeah. top five things that people might not know that you like? Top five. Um, I like grapes in my chicken salad. You know, black people be like, yeah, but no grapes in no chicken salad. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um, I do like sushi, which I mean, I don't think that's like a thing that I'm not supposed to like, but I feel like right. a lot of people like, and I ain't gonna try that. Um, right. I like musicals, like musicals, like real old timey musicals, like the Phantom mm-hmm. of the Opera and stuff like that. Right. I can't think of nothing else. Oh, one of the shows, like the Seventh Heaven. Did you watch Seventh Heaven or was that? A little bit. I watched okay. a little bit of it back in the day. And I don't um, know. I like kisses from my dog. Black people are like, nah, you shouldn't be having no no dog kiss you in the face. That's my dog. Like, yes. That's my dog. That's like one of the top 10 black commandments. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, let that dog kiss you in the face. But nah, that's that's what I can think about right now. Okay. Hmm. That's thought-provoking. Um, I'm going to write that down for later. Okay. <laughs> what are your, if you go on vacation anywhere in the world, what are your top five vacation spots that you would go to if you if money was no object tra- the transportation was no object where would you go to um peru is number one okay um the maldives is number two mm-hmm. egypt is number three and the reason i want to go to egypt just for the culture right. um those are my top three let me see top five i want to go to cambodia simply mm-hmm. because i had a friend who was a missionary to cambodia okay. and you know she kind of would tell me about like it's not what you see on tv Right. So that's something to age. Let me see. Um, in Spain, yeah, Spain. Okay. Um, and last. What about one. you? Oh, oh go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. So what about me? So I want to go to Mexico. Egypt is definitely on my list. Um, Africa, um, Hawaii, just because everybody uh-huh. with money goes. So I want to go to. Yes. And then um, I'm writing this down. And then my last one will probably be. Um. I don't know, nowhere cold, because I don't do that. Okay. So, um, I don't know. What about, would you go to Antarctica? I don't think so. Just to see the lights, the northern lights, or is that somewhere else? That's Antarctica, right? 
Australia. Oh, what about um, Australia? That'd probably be. Let's one of them, them kangaroos. I'd be watching videos. Some things be <laughs> swole and going punt. Like, I'm not getting swung on by no kangaroo. Y'all ain't going to put me on um, YouTube, have me go viral for that. If I go viral, I ain't get punched out by no kangaroo. Did you see that video where that guy, it was, the kangaroo came up and like was beating on his dog and choking his yes, dog? Yes. He came up and punched the kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> I would have had it if I couldn't get the kangaroo with my gun. I wouldn't have. <laughs> sorry, dog. I, I wouldn't have been going to box. That dog would have had to just be okay. I, if my gun was nearby, I'd have tried to get the kangaroo. <laughs> okay, hand. I ain't going up on it. Uh, <laughs> his friends might have been in the back. Um, okay, and the last one what are your top five goals at this stage of your life? Huh, um, I'll kind of do a, a mix of short term and long term. So, right yeah. now, one of my short-term goals is to make it over 10K on my YouTube channel. Um, right yeah, now, I'm like 9.8, you know, yeah. so we kind of, we almost there. Um, my second short-term goal is to book like other things like this, like podcasts and shows and stuff, because I'm not just doing YouTube. I'm actually, right. I, I, like my, my full-time job is like, being an actress and I do YouTube right. as a, a different outlet. Um Let's see, to obtain an agent. Like that's not one that I want to I want to get an agent. And right. um I eventually want to open up a group home later on down the future, but I don't want to do the traditional group home. Like that okay. we'll talk more about that later. Right. And I I have like a whole list of goals. So I'm trying not to get too deep because we don't have time. Right. There'll be something like someone on one time. And just yeah. to get married and start another okay. family, because I am a 26-year-old woman and my son is six years old. Right. I'm about to be 20, I'm about to be 27. So my right. clock is ticking and I don't want to have a kid too old. So I do want to eventually get married and have a kid. Okay. That's all good. Um, I think my top five, like I'll drive by buildings that are like empty or for rent. And I'm like, man, that could be C-Money Studios. Like I could, I could right. rent, that, rent that building and have like a recording studio or like a brain scan of people record videos or a podcast room. And I'm like, man, right. I need people to pay. And if I can get enough people and promote this right, this building will pay for itself. And I'll be able to right. do what I love. I mean, I love working with kids. If I, mm -hmm. I didn't, I wouldn't be doing it. But I'm like, I could do the entertainment and the media stuff full time. And I'm like, I have these goals in my mind. But I'm like, man, it's going to take money to do it. So I've got to make yeah. money to do it. And then, you know. Um, and that's but, really how I feel about, like, you know, like you said, with my group home, I do want to do something like that to where it's not right. just a group home for like them transitioning, but I want them to be able to start working on their careers. Like if they have an entertainment career or if they right. want to get into law, like just different, to provide different elements for them to grow. So, right. you know, you might see, see money and flame empire hey. in the future. Hey, you know, we should, <laughs> we should get a whole bunch of land, just put it all on the one building here, building here, building here. We're going to get yep. some money one day. We're gonna be um, Tyler, the next Tyler Perry. Oh yeah, I've been trying. To, I want to. I want to get a tour of his studios just to look I around. But it was it was hard to book it. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know if he's still doing public tours or not. I'm not sure about that. I haven't looked in a while, but last time I okay. did, it, like it was hard to figure out how to do it or come about it. Um, so there's a so you have a lot of YouTube videos. You're good at posting content consistently. My problem is I'll post a video that I think it's gonna kill, and then it don't do any views. And then I just get frustrated and then don't post for I don't know how long. Um, or I'm not sure if you've, so I have ADD, so I'm off track now. But no, so I'll post a video on my personal page, like mm -hmm. my personal Christoph Singer page, and it'll get no views, no likes. I'll post the same video with the same hashtags on my fan page or on Instagram or on TikTok, and it goes crazy. So like, ha have you have you experienced that? Because 
I'm yeah. like, the people that I think are supposed to support me that know me don't give two flips. But if right. I post it to people who don't know me, they're like, man, this is hilarious. This is good. Like, right. how do you how do you feel when that happens? I for one, it, it can be discouraging, but I think the reality of the reality of it is because with me being a business owner, you know, and a retired hairstylist, I feel like mm-hmm. I've experienced that in, in many different areas of my life. Right. And the reason being is because all I've chucked it up to is people, people who know you personally, they right. have perceptions and reservations and judgments of you. So mm-hmm. when they see some stuff, they might be like, oh, that's just such and such and such and such, because right. they just look at you as, oh, this is just Chris. Right. Like for instance, if, if when I post a YouTube video right now, the people who know me, you know, not outside of you and like a handful of people, right. but the people who quote unquote know me, they might be like, oh, that's just Corsha doing another video, talking, right. doing what she's doing. Um, right. And they have like certain, like again, reservations and expectations. Mm-hmm. Strangers don't have any expectations outside of the false reality that's set on social media. Right. So they don't have any personal or deep connections to you. So when that happens, I don't, I don't, I don't, I used to take it personally. And, and sometimes I do still take certain things personally, but yeah. I've come to realize that it's not a personal thing. Right. And also you got to blame it on these algorithms. These algorithms, they push who they want to push you to. Right. Because you might post something on your personal page and your personal right. page is used to be in a certain type of content. So right. the algorithm is used to you posting a certain type of content. So when you right. post something different, it's like, oh, hold up. We don't know who to push this to because we don't really know your target audience. So right. it's just all over the place. That's a whole can in itself because- yeah. People support who they want to support at the end of the day. And most of the time Absolutely. your support will come from strangers. Absolutely. And I I, I take note of stuff because I'm like, I don't want to be considered a hater. So I don't want to post about it. But I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, these people know I do stand up or whatever it might do. And I see they book somebody and I'm like, okay, they didn't even, I said, okay. Consider you. Right. So when, so God willing, I feel like it, it's going to happen. I'm not, it's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen next month but I feel like at some point I'm gonna I'm take off and elevate and when mm-hmm. I do I want to make sure I remember who supported me when I wasn't a household name or right. whatever it may be so I'm like you know what when I watch people I used to get jealous because I'm like man I could do better than that but I'm like you know what God has it in his time so he might not be ready for me yet but what's for them is for them what's for me is for me whether I get in the way of really? it or not right um, or like I, I I'll be salty. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'll be, I'll be salty watching like Wildin' Out. I don't want to name people, but I'm like, man, I could do I a million do that. times better. Because I see people just sit in the back all day. They don't get in on the games. They don't get in the wild style. And I'm like, I could literally get in there and do what they do. But better. yes. Um, what were you going to say before I cut you off? Um, no, I was just pretty much saying, you know, like when when people see you, it's, it's, it goes back to what I was saying earlier. You might feel like, oh, I can do better than this and I can do better than that. But people are going to support people they don't know. Like a girl just made a post. Get rid of friends and family off of your social media pages, off of your business pages mm-hmm. or anything you want to blossom and grow and connect with people who don't know you. Right. Because pouring water is what's going to help the seed grow. Right. You have to continue to pour in different elements or foreign elements to help something grow and blossom. When you, It's like a workout routine. You keep doing the same thing to your body. Eventually, your body's going to get used to it and it's not going to grow. It's not going to change. So you have to change the people that surround you and the people that's in your circle that's supporting you. And it goes right. for anything, even with your your um, stand-up. Like, mm-hmm. stop inviting friends, stop inviting family, and join some groups and invite people who don't even know you because they right. don't know where you're coming from with your jokes. They right. don't know your intentions with your jokes. So they just see yeah. your jokes, what they are, jokes, and they're going to laugh. As opposed yeah. to a best friend or a cousin might mm-hmm. be like, oh, he made that joke because of this. And now right. they're over-processing your intentions behind the right. joke. 
You'll, no. tell, you'll tell the same joke to somebody who you know and they just look at you like you tell it to somebody else they're like oh they're dying laughing like dying falling laughing. over and you're like it's the same joke the same delivery but it's right. who you know it, because they see it for the surface level level right. instead of the deeper level and that's like right. on instagram like i can post a picture right now feeling cute mm-hmm. feeling fine i just right. text my best friend that oh my god girl i'm dealing with this bs Mm-hmm. so she's not going to like her comment on my picture because she's like you're posting a picture like you're cute and you're happy but you just right. vent it to me as opposed to a stranger on my social media is going to like it comment you glowing you're doing this you're doing that why because they don't know the the deepest level they just see it for what it is a cute picture on instagram absolutely and um that's that's one thing i've got to work on in 2022 just like not letting stuff get me down like i want to post content like my tiktok i haven't posted a video since october 24th maybe i looked mm-hmm. on there because i put in my bio because i want to keep track of my followers i put in my bio x amount on 1024 and i looked and it, was, it grew by like 150 with no there lights on the videos but people are following me so i'm Sorry, like i don't know you're fine um so i'm like i don't understand but hey Whatever, like I said, when God was God's time for it to for it to go, it'll go. It'll um, go. It's literally all in the timing. I live by that. It's all in the timing. Yes. Um, so I want you to talk a little bit about the the video. I guess the decision that that. The, so I, you quit your job full time, which you were doing hair. If people mm-hmm. don't know, and you were you you're good at it too. Like I kept <laughs> trying to I kept trying to get her to get Christine and Andy, but you know she's in Charlotte <laughs> right now. So I was like, man, I feel like driving to Charlotte, but the way that gas is set up right now, right? <laughs> mm, mm, ain't gonna work um, for me. Um, but yeah, my decision to quit hair. So, um, as again, you guys who probably don't know me, I was a hairstylist. I did mm-hmm. hair. I started doing hair when I was younger, but I didn't start doing hair professionally until about 2014. And hair was kind of one of those things that found me and I wasn't really looking for it. I started doing like my friends and family's hair, just to give y'all a little bit of background. I started doing like my friends and family hair. And they was like, girl, you need to charge for this. You're really good. I start posting and doing other people's hair, start running specials. And it seemed like that thing is kind of, it's my gift, but it's not my passion, if that makes sense. My passion is acting and entertainment and filming and YouTube. So every time I try to get away from it, I always come back to it because I love like entertainment, but hair of one of those things it paved the way it paid the bills i blew up overnight like i I was in greenville had a full-blown um clientele made the decision to move to charlotte i moved to charlotte to focus strictly on entertainment and hair i mean Mm -hmm. i'm not here entertainment and acting get here and i'm like well shoot it ain't coming fast enough i need some money so i'm like (laughs) okay i guess i gotta go back to the old faithful hair i literally Mm -hmm. went from maybe a handful of 10 clients not knowing anybody family or friends up here in charlotte to over 400 clients because right. of hard work and it was just it's just one of those things people it's like well why would you give that up if it was easy for you and it was your 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 gift and it was you know it made you money well I gave it up because it wasn't making me happy it was right. a job it was something to do so um recently I did open up my own salon suite but I opened up my salon suite because I felt like it was convenient for other people like let them come here pleasing other people doing what makes other people happy accommodating other people yes. but um probably about June of this year I was it June. Yeah. I, I, sometime earlier in the year, I went to New York and I was like, mm-hmm. this is my element. This is where I'm supposed to be. I just kind of mm-hmm. felt at home. You know, New York, New York is the city of dreams. Everybody go dreaming there. So right. when I got there, I kind of had like a, an epiphany or like a realization that like, you're, you're wasting time doing stuff that make other people happy and accommodating other people, but you're not doing anything that makes you happy. So right. um, during all of this, while I was doing here, I still was acting on the side, booking a couple of jobs, 
I still had my full YouTube channel going on. So I was like, why not go full throttle with something that you're passionate about? All the time and energy that you're pouring into marketing for hair, advertising for hair, branding for hair, put that into you, the person. So um, October of 2021, so this year, I decided that I was no longer going to take any clients, take any bookings. And I've been doing YouTube full time and I've been pursuing acting full time. And I will say that it's been up, up uphill battle <laughs> like it's just been a roller coaster like right. some days I feel encouraged and some days I feel discouraged and some days I'm like oh I'm this great actress and other days I'm like well dang I haven't booked anything in two months so maybe I'm not a good actor so right um I hope I'm answering your question so yeah, yeah. my decision to to quit hair or quit my job my full-time job leave that security around because you know when you make money I can easily go do three heads to make a good price of money in a day right. in less than a few hours um so it's like it was a huge sacrifice, but I was willing to sacrifice the quantity of the money mm-hmm. for my happiness and my peace. Because I know right. in the long run, I eventually am going to be doing something else that's going to fulfill me. And it's going to give me double, triple, quadruple what I was right. making from here. And I'll be happy and be in my element. Right. So, yeah, I decided to do that. And it's been about two months. Okay. And I don't think I'll ever, I don't miss it at all. I don't miss right. doing hair at all. I, I miss the how conversation. Much, how much time and... um. Like, how much thought process did you have that went into that? Um, Like, how did you have to figure out how much money, like how much, okay, I need to make this amount of money or like, I I keep asking the same question. How much thought process, how much thought process did you put into it? So I will say that um, me quitting hair had actually been something that's been in the work for a few years. Mm -hmm. But again, because of how accommodating and easy it was and quick money, Mm -hmm. I never let it go because I was comfortable. I was content. So um, I think at the beginning of this year, because, you know, we went through the entire 2020, been in the house, you know, due Mm -hmm. to the pandemic. um, 2020 allowed me to process and think, where do you really want to be? Right. Do you want to retire as a hairstylist and never pursue your dreams as an actor? Or is it better for you for you now to retire at 26 years old or 25 years old at the time as a hairstylist and pursue your dreams as an actor and be fulfilled at 50 or, you know, retire at 50 and not be fulfilled? So it wasn't until I think January that I was I was just like, I'll be honest, I started canceling clients. Mm -hmm. I started closing my books off for certain days, started making excuses, just was frustrated about everything with hair. So again, I, um, I started thinking about like, okay, look, if you sacrifice hair, this is how much money you're losing out on. Right. If you sacrifice hair, like my worth, I felt like I had a lot of value in here. People value me because I could offer them something. So I'm like, if you stop doing hair, you don't have anything to offer. You don't, you're not, you're not going to be valued as much because YouTube, people don't get any benefits out of YouTube outside of your entertainment. They're not getting paid for watching your videos. Um, Mm -hmm. People aren't going to get any benefits from you becoming an actress. So what value would you be adding to your people if you quit doing hair? So that's what kept me in it for the longest because I didn't want to feel invaluable, unvaluable or worthless. So um, I did. I thought about all the things that I would be missing out on. So I want to say overall about a two year process. But once I dug my teeth into that thing and I was like, no, this is what I'm going to do for me. It really right. only took me probably 90 to 60 to 90 days. Okay. And I, I told my girlfriend, I was like, um, I probably told her if I could in October, I probably told her in like August, right. thinking about stopping in, in, in September, September came. I was like, nah, I can't stop. I'm scared. I need the money. Like the holidays, right. my son's birthday. But once October came, I was like, 
I can't go another 30 days stressing because I was getting anxious because I was like, I'd rather be acting. I'd rather be doing this. So I I don't know. I hope that answered your question. Like it probably took me a while, but once I dug my, it's kind of like a relationship. The relationship is dead for a couple of years, but once you end it, you'll be like, dang, we finally only ended things three months ago. So that's kind of how it was. Like I've been giving up on hair for a long time, but I didn't really break up with hair until this year. Right. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) That makes sense. Um, if people wanted to reach out to you personally and ask you a question about maybe something that you talked about, how could they, is there an email they could hit you up at or message you on social media? Yeah, I'll be honest. I don't check my email like that. I probably should, but my Mm -hmm. email is my name, Lachelle Coco, C-O-C-O at gmail.com. But don't email me. Hit me up on Instagram. <laughs> Hit me up on um, Snapchat, Facebook, anything like that. I'm a very transparent, open person. Like, I don't put myself right. on a high horse and act bougie like you can't touch me. I might right. say it. You can't sit with me jokingly, but I promise I'm not like that. Like, it, anything like with tips and feedback on social media and how to grow your social media, I still give advice on how to grow a market for hair because that was my thing. Like, I grew my brand through marketing and people still ask me that. So, any questions about me personally, about business etiquette, about social media etiquettes, hit me up, Course Lachelle, any platform, I'll respond. Okay. Well, hey, my my baby sister was my first guest on my podcast. Um, wouldn't want to kick it off with anybody other than her. Yes, um, I'm honored. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So thank you for, for watching Podcast 634. If I don't talk to you before Christmas, which I, I hope I will, um, you and the family have a Merry Christmas. Um Rika Chandler, um, we have to get the kids together at some point because I feel like him and, him and CJ would be kicking it and tearing up whatever group yes. they go into. So um, I appreciate you for taking your time out. I thank everybody for watching this. Um, make sure you subscribe so you can um, get updated. So I love you, sis. I will um, I will holler at you in a little bit. All right. I love you too. Hopefully right. we'll be having a love part two too. soon. Yes. <laughs> Merry Christmas. You too. <laughs> All right. Bye. bye.